Hey, what's going on, friends? Jason and uh, Mike. What's up? What's up? What's up, dude? It's been a long time, man. We took a little bit of hiatus. Well, yeah, you got got a little spring break, a you know, kind of action is, in there. Is it is it okay for adults to say spring break? Does that just sound a little? Crazy, I mean, or is it? Is we it might be old, but we feel young. So yeah, yeah we're, we're partying. And we spring have kids, break so technically it's spring. Break. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, that right. is true. I don't want to be the adults that don't have kids that, that say spring break. It gets a little weird. But. Yeah, it would be weird if we went to like a college spring break and just hung out. Yeah, we. We would definitely be the old guys with our great yeah, beards. We wouldn't sure. definitely want to do that. But glad to be back with you, man, and behind the behind the mics and, and sitting Absolutely. in a new set a little bit. This is kind of fancy. It is nice. I was very nervous. Now, what do I do with my feet? Do I move them? Do I cross my? You know, it's it's a lot to think about. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of words to describe us. But like fancy with these white chairs, like fancy is not the word I yeah. would use to describe us by any means. I would say I think fancy is fancy is yeah, yeah. definitely distinguished, yeah. elegant. Any of those would work. I'm glad you think so. So that's a good thing, <laughs> but guys. Uh, we're happy to be back here uh, with the Ramworthy Show. We took a little bit of time off to do business, life, um, and uh, to do some spring breaks with our, yeah, with our families. Sure. Uh, but we are coming back, and we're coming back hot. Uh, we're coming back with Mr. Ragu Sandara of Always Be Connecting. Ragu in the house, talking about some networking today. Yeah, he, he knows his stuff, right? Uh, if, if someone doesn't know Ragu or Ragu doesn't know you, then it's not you're not needed you know what i mean like he basically knows almost everybody every time i talk to him there's no one that you can introduce him to that he doesn't already know yeah i remember when we had him on the first episode uh or his first episode actually i think it was first or second one here in betty d's uh, i think you said something about six degrees separation um, oh for sure yeah. it's like kevin bacon over there you, you know just the a guy, better looking kevin bacon but he, right he has earned the right to be known because the man is a hustler uh, absolutely and today we're going to talk a little bit about always be connecting but also like for those newbies out there maybe he's got some tips and how do you get your foot in the networking game yeah definitely on those pieces and i love like this i love seeing the evolution of him and and the collaboration that he's having with other business coaches to really help people thrive and grow uh in their business is pretty cool so uh it's uh let's should we introduce him or should we just keep talking about him i mean it'd be awkward if we just hit <laughs> the whole show awesome. without introducing him. Brad Goose and Dara, welcome to the show brother Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, as always. Yeah, it's great to be here. It definitely <laughs> is, man. We're excited to be able to chat with you. We have, This is a first on uh, Brandworthy or any Love Local show. We have a sponsor that is a part of our show now that um, I think in order to be a sponsor, you have to meet certain criteria, right? So you have to be... It's a very distinguished line of... of of criteria that you have. Yeah, to we, have. we have a lot of documents about the criteria yes. yeah. that uh, the people that are going to be sitting. The application alone is like this thick. It's I mean, huge. It's so most people yeah. didn't even get through it. That's true. Yeah. And we're kind of shocked that, that this one did yeah, get through it. It, you know it did, I mean? you know, but it, maybe, maybe he doesn't even know what he's in for. Who that knows? But as I uh, am excited, uh, Aaron Bondi of Edward Jones, uh, He's a good dude. Uh, he's funny. He's uh, a family man. Uh, he is one heck of a financial advisor, uh, and he's a sponsor of our show here on Bramworthy. Uh, welcome, dude. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Glad to be here. Um, couldn't think of a better person to uh, sit next to on the uh, on the set here with Ben Ragu, and looking forward to the conversation. I love the swag too. The hat is killer, <laughs> by the uh, way. You're yeah. ro you're rocking it out, man. So. I, I planned ahead. So I how much ahead. did he? How much? How much did he pay you to wear that thing? That's all I know. You know. <laughs> if there is, maybe we could put a link at the bottom where they could get some ABC swag. Yeah, you know we could mean? do that. Yeah. Is there is there a is there is like, there a, like swag a store? Yeah, pop up store you got? <laughs> no, it's I have some swag in my trunk. 
if the time's right, <laughs> you got to know a guy. If the coffee meetup goes well. So hey, and everybody they're leaning in, they're like, I, well, "How can I?" Be if you see Ragu cruising in the giddy up mobile, <laughs> you might pull him aside and see if he can pop open that trunk, give you some of that swag. You know the I mean? giddy up mobile. <laughs> that is that's the only way I'm gonna look at your car now. You gotta, oh boy. you gotta connect him with somebody he's never met before to get it get access to the merch. That's yeah. very elusive. Uh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh well giddy up. I can't even, I can't even not, not think about that anymore. Thanks, Mike. Ragu, uh yeah, glad you're on the show, man. This is the second time your third time actually, because of the of local off 53 then on our last show uh here the first one that was in betty d's mm-hmm. and then now yeah. here so this is this is the first third time guest that we've ever had yeah there's yeah. always a first for a third time guest yeah Do whatever I that means i think it's at we're, five we're, we're, we're got a couple more. we're working on yeah. class rings and it's at five okay yeah. Class <laughs> rings. yeah we're going that route but ragu uh like mike said earlier many people know you but uh for those that don't know you give a little bit of an, a little bit overview of what you do so yeah so I am a business coach who helps people, business owners, um, salespeople, entrepreneurs be the live version of LinkedIn. And so I help them build relationships in the community and I help them build power partnerships, which a lot of people care about who their customers are and who they're targeting prospect wise. But a lot of people don't think about who are they getting their referrals from? A lot of people buy leads, internet leads, or make to make the phones ring. They, they spend money on SEO, search engine optimization. Um, that's air. I'm so, focusing on the ground. So I'm the SEO of the ground, and I try to help people be found on the ground. Yeah, I feel like you do that too. You know, I, I feel like I heard uh, the live version of LinkedIn is is also a nickname that you have out there so now we're gonna add the seo part into it but that's true like you're i feel like you're the human side of all of that you're you really you take time to be able to get to know people and uh, to be able to learn them and and how you could support them a question i have for you is like where did uh, abc always be connecting where did that business idea come from where you're like hey because you're an insurance agent too mm-hmm. but you're as you transition uh, and you to grow abc um it's an evolution but where did the idea come from so it just came from you know i was doing all this networking to get my insurance business out there it's the, the name on the door that's my name it's my reputation and to build trust with people that would refer me they trust their friends family and customers with me I did a lot of that for the last you know 15 16 years and over the last four years specifically in the northwest suburbs here uh, I just fell into it and and as I was meeting with a lot of people probably met with over a thousand people over the last four years even through COVID um, even at Top Golf, ma- you that's know, what we up. Met, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's adjusted for COVID numbers because uh, you would probably be a lot higher. It <laughs> was it not COVID? Yeah. So through that, you know, I, I connected a lot of people. I found out what makes them tick, who their, you know, who their power partners are, what their story is, like where they're from, where did they work before, what are they, what what are their hobbies, and then just co- connected people that had common ground, people that we're going after the same customers and kind of fell into it by people telling me, Hey, thank you for mentoring me and making me feel like I belong in this circle or that circle or introducing me to this chamber or that chamber, 
or a new group that has nothing to do with business. And, um, you know, it's really about making people feel like they belong. And, yeah. and I, so doing that, I mentored these people. They, they kept telling me, Hey, you should be a business coach that focuses on helping people feel the way you make me feel. And I just thought about it more. Uh, I did a couple chamber at chambers of commerce. I did this always be connecting talk. And that's what it was called. Um, I collect, I collaborated, uh, with Rich Eisenhuth on one of them at the Chamber Business Association. It's a lot of energy. In that. Yeah. Yeah. And Rich is awesome. And so he's a showman. And so he helped me, uh, you know, we tag team that presentation. And then I did a couple other ones, the same presentation, always be connecting talk at other groups, like referral groups that asked me, Hey, what are my processes? What am I doing to be a giver? What am I doing to be relevant and being more than just an insurance agent to my clients, friends, and family? And so I thought about it. I just wrote down all my processes and I did that. And then I just thought about why can't, uh, why can't I show people what I'm doing so they can be a giver and they can be that person that makes the most friends in their community. Because I saw this uh, quote that uh, a, a, this famous realtor, you know, one of the top realtors in Georgia. Mike, Mike Mullardino. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was back in Georgia. Yeah. Not in Georgia. But so he, uh, he had the statement that says, the agent that makes the most friends in the community wins. And yeah. so that's I, when I saw that, I'm like, that's what I try to, what I, I've been trying yeah. to do. I've always wanted to be that problem solver or that connector that happens to own an insurance agency. So that's where that was born out of. I would say it's it's a big a testament to just you personally. I mean, people kind of just saw the way you were doing things organically. And, like, obviously you have a process in the background, but they just – they saw the fruits of your labor, and they're like, dude, you should you should coach other people on how to do that. So, like, take us through a little bit what, what are some of the techniques or strategies that somebody who's brand new and sits down with you, what are some of the beginner things that they should be doing to get out their network? Yeah. The first thing is to take a look at their business plan and and then take a look at where does marketing and networking fit within that business plan? Do they have a networking plan? And then how much time do they have to dedicate? Because if they don't have the right time and they don't plan for the right time to set aside each week for the planning ahead to go to a networking event or to identify the right places to even go or the people in their that they already have in their network that might actually know of the right places to go to reach out to them and then follow up planning for follow-up most people have even if they do network most people go to um, a networking event and they'll make that first step most people don't follow up and have that second meeting with people so the first meeting yeah, is the kicking like tires spin in their wheels yeah. yeah it's like we meet i learn who you are but i don't I don't really learn why you do it. And I definitely don't know your process because sure. I just know what about it. It's, I'm just, you don't really, you only kind of like a first date. It is essentially, right? So they're kind of getting to, to know you a little bit. And then if you kind of ghost them at the end, you're not really seeing where that's going to go. Totally. Right. Okay. That's so I analogy, get it. Yeah. 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 The first meeting is usually just finding out the second meeting. When you meet meet, that's the, we're, we're going to get stuff done. We're actually going to work on something. We're going to start collaborating on stuff. You know, and that's where the the rubber meets the road, and you actually do stuff, and people will gravitate toward gravitate towards doing and action plans instead of just hey, all we do is just meet up with this person. And friendships are great, 
but friendships with collaboration and actually doing stuff together is even better. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, your your ability to connect people. I feel like people sometimes will be uh, like, "Hey, um, you know, I, I'm not going to go to that that networking group because there's other financial advisors there." Have you ever across? Have you ever heard that, Aaron? Before all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> that type of thing. Or you know, there's other insurance agents there. What would you say to those people, like about with that type of mindset? So that's the that's a scarcity mindset, and I would say keep an open mind because that person that you're thinking is stepping that stepping on your toes doesn't even know you, and you really don't even know them. That person could be working for your company, or you could be working for them one day. That person doesn't have a hundred percent closing ratio, and neither do you. No. That person doesn't want every single customer. We always talk about that. We yeah. talked about that in one yeah. of our referral groups last mm -hmm. week. Yeah. We don't want every customer. Not every, so, so we can be each other's problem solvers. So going into the group where you, when your competition's there, embrace your competition, don't trash them. Yeah. And if, when you embrace them, so you're saying, so you're saying me standing across the room, mean mugging them is not the good, best strategy? It is not. Okay, that I'm gonna believe it or not. I've already learned something from this yeah. show. Yeah. Sort of like, why isn't my generating a lot of business? I'm just mean things. mugging people. Is he mean mugging people? Is Unless that that's your standard <laughs> resting <laughs> That's my face. Resting, <laughs> my resting <laughs> mugging face. No, I, I do agree with you, and I think a lot of people would miss out if you have your competitors and you're talking to them and engaging with them mm -hmm. you have a lot of commonality you're talking through things you could learn you can grow you can you can prosper together and that's that's the abundant mindset versus scarcity yeah i definitely i i have agreed with that at first i didn't really get it when you first started talking about it now it's like more the merrier like why not learn what other people are doing in synergies that people have. I think and that's, that's the question you have to ask people too is mm -hmm. you know what do you what's your specialty what do you work on i mean i I work on things that other financial advisors don't like to work on, That's vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so there's certain things that we know we're going to be good at, and there are things that stay in our lane. That's one of the things. Yeah. I mean, Ragu and I have known each other for God, going up on uh, almost. Let's see, I moved back here in 2014, 2015, so eight, nine years. So, and that was previous companies. You know, that was a lifetime ago almost. So. You know, but that's always one thing we've said is you stay in your lane. You, you you find the people who excel at what they're good at and then, you know, kind of kind of help them along and they'll help you. Exactly. I, I do want to go back a little bit. You said, like, a lot of these business owners, they need to figure out their business plan and understand what time for networking and marketing they have. Mm -hmm. And I would agree. I think a lot of people work on their product and not necessarily getting the message out. Mm -hmm. So say you get someone to that point and they agree to go to a networking event it can be intimidating. So like, what is your kind of advice? The first person, first timer, first 10 minutes in a room, what should they try to do to break that ice or, or make themselves feel comfortable? So I think planning ahead is, is, is key. So if somebody invited them to that event, you know, prep, know who's going, find out. Like, so if you invited me to an event, Mike, I would yeah. ask you, Hey, who's going to be there? And when I get there, where are you going to be in the room? Are you going to be at the front? Or are you going to be right side, left side? And when I look for you, is it okay? And Mike's going to be like, I'll be by the bar. <laughs> I'll be mean mugging someone hey, in the corner. If he's in the bar, that's fine. At least you know yeah. where he is. So my thing is, is Mike, are you okay with um, when you see me or I text you five minutes before I walk in and maybe you can wrap up your conversation. If you could do me a big time favor, 
and just in, in, introduce me to a couple people. Give me a rolling start. Once yeah. I get some momentum, then I'm now I'm rolling, and then it'll take over. And that's what's the key is. But a lot of people don't prep. They don't prepare for anything, and then they show up to the event. Now they're all flustered because they probably got there late, and they're not. They're not. They don't even know where to find Mike, who invited them. Yeah. So they're just. They just don't feel like they belong. And, and that anxiety of that first ten minutes is absolutely. Like, you know and what, like it, if you just get into a circle by an introduction, then the conversation will roll. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know what? You take a wingman, right? I mean, you talked about first dates. You know, like grab a wingman, get ragu, get somebody else. And my and the thing ragu I think does a really nice job of is when you walk into a room with him, he's like, "Who do you want to meet?" Yeah. Who do I need yeah. to find for you? And you know what? That takes the edge off for you because you could say the same thing back, and then you're not looking for yourself. For sure. Yep. Right? And that's, you know. So, and sure, sure networking that's where you're, like, connecting each, helping each other connect, right? Most people yeah. really think about they, – they worry so much about everything that could go bad. They think about, hey, if I get into a conversation, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Or what am I going to be able to just talk about when they do ask me? Put it on them first. It buys you time. If you want to, if you're there to talk about something, ask about that subject when it comes to them, and based on how they answer that, at least gives you some time, yep. and they give you a template of how long you should go on your answer too, and so they should be willing to flip it right back, and you're ready to go. Now you're still listening. Do you got to be genuinely listening to them when yeah. you ask them? Active listening is critical mm-hmm. at yeah. these events because if you don't actively listen. You can't ask the follow-up questions that acknowledge, that show clear acknowledgement, and you're not going to be genuine. And if you don't come off as genuine, you're going to come off as just transactional and just as a, you know, what we sometimes we call takers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite is you talk to somebody and, like, they're not listening to anything they say. And they're like, oh, I sell this. You should call me. And they just hand you a card and walk away. You know, it's yeah. just, like it's not genuine. I don't want to do business with someone like that. I'd rather have an organic Mm-hmm. connection and then go to that next step so i do like your first date second date kind of first meeting second date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like that too and you, you triggered you said something there that really triggered a thought process for me and it was the transactional type piece and i before all of this uh it was just in real estate before building love local media and i um during that process it was generating leads online and I was I had a really good machine going I did really well in real estate because of it but the the relationships in the beginning were very transactional and and with many people just period were transactional because there was no like human connection so to me what you bring to the table is like you're going to help meet people but you're going to do it in a relationship base which is to me it's more sustainable and when you're looking as a business operator you want to grow your book of business right you want to have that book of business and have it continue to go well if it's transactional willing to bet those people aren't coming back or a smaller percentage are but they're relationship based they are coming back and now you're hey you're going to talk about each other's kids and your lives and however whatever else is going on that you have that connections with um so i i I feel like I learned a lot of that from you, like coming in from COVID. Uh, I met you at middle three, four months into COVID. And I was like, oh man, this guy is like, first I'm like, is he like, is he full of, is he full of it? And, <laughs> and then, uh, did you think the same thing, Aaron? Like, there was one time. Well, uh, maybe not the same. <laughs> there was one time during COVID. We remember the bank meeting in the bank basement? Yes. We were like, we were all like oh, 12 now feet. Now I remember. There's like five of us <laughs> around a table, like 12 feet apart. 
and then like the next day <laughs> we had to, somebody had somebody had an exposure oh, yeah we were all just like hunker we were all hunkered it was like in the beginning thank goodness we are we past were still that time. Yeah. like we were yeah. just like speakeasy st- style like going against the rules and, and still <laughs> i'll meet you in an yeah. alley we behind up. the liquor building store those, <laughs> and building those relationships right i feel like some of the best relationships that i've gotten over the last five years um have come from covid time and like when you should be separated or you were separated you're like hey can we be friends <laughs> uh type thing um so yeah i just wanted to share that there's uh, you, you talked earlier you talked about collaboration and working with people that do the same thing as you or different but similar you're doing a lot of that within your business to be able to bring more value uh through collaboration can you talk a little bit about uh what you have going on yeah so i collaborate with uh, other business coaches because they focus on things that I might not focus on and even common ground. Uh, so Dr. Michelle Morkert, she's a women's leadership coach. Her and I are actually collaborating on uh, rolling out a diversity, equity, and inclusion policy for a local association. And so she's very well versed in that, that realm. I, I have some experience in it, but she's the one that, with the data to back it up. She, but but uh, what happened was uh, last year, somebody that I know who is on the board of that association came to me and said, hey, do you know anybody in this DEI space? And I, the first person I thought of was Dr. Michelle Morkert. And so I brought her in and, and then she said, why don't we just collaborate and we can do this together and roll out the conversations, run the discussions. And we actually had uh, a meeting this morning with that association, which is, it's so much fun. We're in uncharted waters, but we're, we're just sitting here and building a template and a blueprint for other places that we were able to go. And then it just actually expanded other types of um, offerings that we can make. Mm-hmm. So we, we were also gonna be doing group coaching, uh, Dr. Michelle and I, cause she, she's gonna talk about leadership and I'm gonna talk about networking connecting because they do go they hand go in hand. hand. hand yeah. They go hand in hand. And then I never really thought about that until I talked to her about it, about what she did. And I know her process because I've gone through her coaching and she's gone through my coaching. So we understand why when I talk to Aaron and Aaron, I'm telling Aaron about, you know, this group coaching. And he's like, well, what, I'm gonna, what am I going to get about it from it? He's asking me what is he going to get on the leadership side. I know because I've, I, I've gone through yeah. her leadership coaching. So we're really um, without, we're actually stronger together. You always talk about things like that and um, that philosophy. But really, I feel like I can get more value for more people. I can provide more value Mm -hmm. for more people by collaborating with people like Dr. Michelle. Yeah, she's an awesome person too. I think good heart and just her depth of knowledge. I feel like just from knowing you both, you know, you're you bring so much different skills, similar hearts, but different skills, right? Uh, Which creates uh, even more value for the people that you're being able to to uh, work with and for uh, as you continue to evolve for that. The the group coaching, I would love to know a little bit more about that. So, what does that look like? I know you guys are still building it, so Mm -hmm. I, I hope I'm not just putting you on the spot but what does that look like if somebody's out there right now and they're like hey man i you know i like this ragu guy um and uh, <laughs> i want to learn more from him and maybe that's something that, that that could be there yeah so it's a it's a it, it's group coaching it's a maximum of 10 people 10 entrepreneurs business owners that want to jump on a weekly call 
it's a Zoom call. Um, one week it will be Dr. Michelle. The other week it, we just go alternate. Oh, the nice. minimum commitment is three months because we want to make sure that people are um, invested yeah, and they actually sense. put the put. And what it's we, an evolution. Like you can't just yeah. get it for one hour and be like, exactly. oh, I got it. Exactly. Yeah. So plus, you know, I think group. Do you find that like people in the group is a little more uh, a little less intimidating and people are able to participate and. Right, I mean, that's one, one of on the one benefits. Co- yeah, one on one coaching would be like, all right, you're just focusing on me, and I have to like, it's too much spotlight on me. I think group would be better. Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing is, is like you said, it's inti- one, number one, it's intimidating just, just being one on one. The other thing is, is uh, a lot of people get, um, you know, we have, we get writer's block. Mm-hmm. People talk about writer's block, yeah. but people think about when I talk to them with individual coaching, they're like, I don't know what else you could help me with, but if they hear somebody else on a group call saying. Oh, I need help with this. They're like, well, I need help with that too. I need help with this. They just, it sparks an extra thought in their head mm-hmm. to get past that, that writer's block, so to speak. Yeah. And then they think about all the other things that they need help with. And like 80% of the things that, that I talk about that I coach on is mindset anyway. And so when you have other people in the room that might share the same struggles as you or maybe you can benefit from hearing what they're what they're really good at and their processes you might be able to incorporate some of those processes in there because they're there for they're there to grow their business that's the one commonality they're there to grow their business they care about leadership and they care about networking and so that's the one common ground you have and it's only 10 people so it's not going to be it's going to be more intimate setting and um you know we can even tailor it towards 10 or less you can't hide either so like yeah. if you get 20, 30 people, you could just yeah. be a, a bump exactly. on the wall. And the hidden element of it is the is deepening of relationships. Yep. That's it. Right? So you get somebody who not only are they learning about your business, because, right, that's what you're out there trying to promote as part of it, but they get how you're working on your business. And when you can kind of share that detail with somebody that you're trying to, you know, not only do I know what he's doing, but this is how he's learning and bettering himself. These are the things that they're doing to bring better value to you. That is goes a long way. That, yeah, that's what the yeah. yeah and accountability. So if you just write down a goal, it's a certain percentage that you're actually going to do it. If you tell somebody and they know your goal, that's one. That's, a, that's oh, even you don't want to suck in front of that person. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but you, and you definitely don't want to suck in front of ten people. Yeah, the same yeah, if ten. You tell people, ten people you're going to do something. Yeah. Either you have to ghost them and never see them again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you have to follow through. Exactly. Yeah. Like They're going to ask you about it. And you're going to be like, you're going to hear it 10 times. And you're going to be like, oh, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. So it, it, it yeah. holds you accountable. Yeah. Accountability goes a long way. I think we all have something to work on. We all have areas of strengths and areas of opportunity. So to be able to work with people and grow together um, but at the same time, individually, I think it is something pretty powerful. So I'm excited for that side uh, of your business uh, and collaboration with Dr. Michelle, which we think very highly of here as well. Uh, it's uh, We actually had, recently had her on the Love Local Chicago Land podcast. Just good people. We wish, wish you the best of luck as you guys continue to, to, to do that collab and, and to bring people value. Uh, if I had... Um, you know, we're getting ready to wind, uh, wind down here uh, throughout the show. And, uh, you've talked about a lot of tips and a lot of things uh, throughout the show that gives great value to people listening. But if you had to give one tip 
to somebody that it will help them grow their business, what would that one tip be? Be consistent about your networking. Don't join a group or a club and be that person that's not an active member. Don't get the sticker. Don't join a chamber or a club just for the sticker on your door yeah. or to put the like, hey, I car. joined. You yeah. Know, that, yeah, that's the battle. Well, you could join that. anything. Yeah. What do you actually do? It's people gravitate towards doers. If you pick up the phone, you call somebody, you want them when they see your name, you want them to say, oh, man, Jason's calling me instead of, oh, Jason's calling me. Well, because Jason's when I called, called me. When I called you earlier, I what mean, was yeah. it? Was it? Was it like, oh, damn it. <laughs> no, I know you're calling from the good. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, so, so be active, be consistent, and lay out a plan. That's the one thing is be consistent about it, uh-huh. because you know you could be consistent, showing up one time a month, and then they see what your cadence is. Somebody told me about that's somebody's word. He likes word. that's his favorite word. So I had to work that in. I told him I was going to work it in. Cadence. <laughs> it's all about cadence. I did hear you guys before you got on. There was like three buzzwords that you had to say. You know, like a little <laughs> Easter egg nuggets that you wanted out there. Um, all right. So if somebody, uh, everyone agrees, networking is important, right? If you were going to give someone advice for a brand new networker, what type of event is the easiest one to get into, like right away? I think the one that goes within their personality. Okay. It's got to be within their personality. If it's a very political answer. I like it. It is. I mean, it, I was going to say anything if, with drinks. If, but that's somebody personality who's, if somebody's a big <laughs> introvert and they don't like big crowds, don't go to an event with 600 people. Yeah. There okay. was a local one in Schaumburg. It was a great event. I, yeah. We all love it. We all know what we're talking about. You know which one I'm talking about. But don't go to an event like that as your first event. Yeah, that's intimidating. Okay. Yeah, Unless that's a you, lot. You, you talk about Savora. Yeah, SBA. that's a great yeah, event. No, it's an amazing event and a lot of great local places to eat and you see tons of great people. But, but yeah, if you're but by the end of the night, first, you don't, you don't, you don't want to go back. To. Yeah, yeah, no, but if you're an extrovert, yeah. Oh, you're, oh, go you're to that. in heaven. Yeah. And, yeah, and no. There's a lot of extroverts. So, you know, but even if you're going to go to an event like that and you – but research what event you're trying to go to and find out what it is. It's got to fit within your personality. And if you, it's like, if you know you're going to go to that as your first event, try to uh, be comfortable about it. Like, go with two or three other people and walk around. So then you're in yeah. a comfort zone. Because otherwise so you get lost thing. in that mass amount of people and you're kind of just standing there awkwardly and then you get anxious. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, for me personally, Going to like a lunch or a breakfast where you're sitting down somewhere is not as enjoyable because I'm locked into where I sit. And so like I like something where I can, you know, it's probably my ADD, but like yeah. I can move around and talk to many people. So, so like you know that about you're yourself. Around. So yeah. you got to really think about what, what would be suitable before you even go there. Because yeah. once you go, once you sign up for that event, you're there, you're, you're stuck there for sometimes for one or two hours. And if that doesn't fit within your personality, uh, sometimes... You know, first impressions are, are great when you meet people and you, but they're also first impressions for yourself of whatever activity you're doing, that event yeah. mm-hmm. might be rubbing your, you, you might be assuming something wrong about that whole organization. For sure. It's fair. It's very fair. If people were looking for, if they don't trust us for that networking is important and they're looking for a good book or a podcast or, you know, something that they can get a little more networking you know, juju going. What what is something that you recommend? So there's uh, networking juju. Is that the first time you heard that? Yeah. If you guys pet, if you use it, I want a dollar for every yeah. time. Somebody uses it. <laughs> I won't use juju. it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so 
there's two books now that I like. Uh, one uh, Jason recommended last year, and then the other one that I found on my own. I always recommend. So I'm guessing that Jason wants a picture book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like just waiting. For that. <laughs> the first one's uh, the first one that I, that I really go to is is called the Go Giver book. It's yeah. called the Go Giver, mm-hmm. and by Bob Berg, and that's a book that I have in my trunk. I give it to people that really want to be learn more about how do you be more than just your occupation to people, yeah. right? And be a problem solver, provide more in value than you collect in payment. And then the other book is um, Give and Take by Adam Grant. Mm. That's an awesome book. Um, there's just there's just so many different principles in that book that are that are great about uh, givers, matchers, and takers. And really, that book what what, what I take from it is the top five percent of producers in any company are generally givers, but then the bottom five percent of producers are givers as well because. You, you have to be the right type of giver. There's different mindsets that you have mm-hmm. to take yeah. um, when you when you take that approach. And so it's just a great book. I like it. Um, it's helped me. And I've seen people, when I read the book, I see people in networking and in personal and professional worlds that, man, I'm like, that's that person exactly what this principle is. And, you know, a lot of times it's a great example of 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 that so it gets you to define and once you define things and you see that you can actually do it more and it's anytime you're consistent and have a process about something you'll be able to you could be, be a lot more you'll get consistent results in what you're trying to accomplish which is the goal right yeah it's uh adam grant i love him in general but yeah give and take is is definitely a great book with a lot of great insights uh yeah so thanks for sharing if somebody wants to learn about you, wants to get connected with you, that they're not already, those 10 people that are out there that don't know you, uh, <laughs> they want to get to know you, how do they do that? So a couple different ways. You can call me. My cell phone number is 847-302-0690. You can email me at ragu, so it's R-A-G-H-U, at alwaysbeconnecting.net. And then my website is alwaysbeconnecting.net. Net. Cool. And what is a networking event? The last question of the, of, of the show, what's, what's the next networking event that you're looking forward to the most? The next one is uh, Village Networking. Um, not just because we're, we're the founders of it. Yeah, it's right. just a great networking um, group. Yeah, that was kind of like an alley-oop. I just threw yeah, it up to you. <laughs> Village Networking has been going strong for months. Year, and over it's been a year rotating now, yeah. people, so it's not always the same people coming in. Yep, and it's pretty full. Yeah, it's like you're selling out every month. Yeah, we outgrew it's your great. room. It, we did. We had 80 yeah. people last month. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And 80, so 80 people is pretty remarkable. Um, being able to go around and, and get to see everybody in the space that we're in here at Bellworks is pretty beautiful and really awesome to be a part of. But it's it's evolved so much, and it's. It's a lot, uh, and this is because of you. I really give a testament to you and Steve on, on building that culture that is within uh, what we're doing, but it's, it's bringing people together. And you talked about belonging earlier, and, and that's that's the vibe that's there. We want to help people belong and also like help them thrive and grow in their business. Like It feels good when we all do that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Should I say the date? Yeah, sure, place. why not? Yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's May 10th. It's it okay? May 10th. Yeah. At uh, at noon, mm-hmm. 
and it's at uh, Poplar Creek Bowl in Hoffman Estates. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. So Amy Weil. And I was about to say, we know somebody who's newly running it over there. Yeah, so. Amy Weil. And then uh, Diane Marinelli, she is the GM. Both of them, they always do a great job taking care of I love that place. Yeah, Yeah, great spot. It's definitely a great spot. Good, really good food, and just it's not only good for networking, but good for family stuff too. And or you know, want to go out and hang out with the boys? I'm sure you can have some drinks there too. Definitely. I do want to plug two other. uh, Oh, okay, keep going. So uh, they're a Greater O'Hare Association. So GOA, that's a local chamber in the northwest suburbs, Mm -hmm. as well as the Shamrock Business Association. Those are two chambers that all of us have. Yeah. been around and mm-hmm. without those two other. chambers yeah. we wouldn't even we wouldn't even know each other mm-hmm. and i would if i was anybody watching i would go to any events that those two chambers have that's just awesome i just went to a, another one last night um and they have multiple events every week so those are just check out their chambers. websites right it's uh, i agree great great organizations doing great things and great way to connect with people in the community Definitely. uh to build relationships so Ragu, I want to thank you. You said earlier today that the one who gets the most friends in the community wins. And and I would say you're you're living that through connecting people in our community to other people. Mm -hmm. I feel you're doing that selflessly. You're doing that to help others grow in that growth mindset. And so I really appreciate what Always Be Connecting stands for and what they're doing. So if anyone needs to check it out, I highly encourage them to do so. Yeah, I, I stand you. behind that. And Aaron Bondi, thanks for being a sponsor, man. Thanks Absolutely. for being a part of the show. We look forward to the evolution of this. Um, not thank uh, you guys. Thanks for all being friends. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Thanks for being a sponsor. I'm sure. Yes, yeah, it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I didn't tell him if it was your name, he'd have been like, "Well, maybe not." But you know, I just, we, were <laughs> we had to trick him into coming. Big switch. Yeah, super appreciative, man. I brought and, my own uh, hat. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's a pretty good hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you all for being here. Thanks for the great conversation, Mike. I think we could peace out now and go enjoy the rest of our day. Yeah, I think we should head over to Church Street and have a little a little brew. Uh, I think that's a good idea. My friends, uh, love local media uh, and love local real estate partners tagging up to be able to get to know people and give value to people throughout the community uh, in different ways. We look forward to being able to connect you to businesses and uh, connectors like him as we continue to evolve. Peace out, my friends. Appreciate you. Always be connecting. Boom.